0: your future your choice a podcast with ekc group across kent with noomi gildert welcome to the ekc group podcast series i'm going to be talking to educational professionals and students about college and higher education we're going to talk about what options are available to you and the opportunities you have at colleges here in kent This is the second part of the Studying at College episode where I'm going to be talking to the community and schools liaison team and industry liaison officers from Canterbury College and Folkestone College all about what is a college, what you can study there and what opportunities are available for you to engage with employers and industry. First of all, I'm going to ask this to Denise first. Tell me about your role. What is being an industry liaison officer?
1: Well, an industry liaison officer basically is the bridge between the student and uh, industry to uh, ask for guest speakers to come in to be inspirational to the students, but also um, to do all the boring stuff like getting, which is also very important, getting all the um, insurances up uh, and on the systems, and making sure that the employers know exactly what to expect to safeguarding and prevent and all the. Um, all the legalities we have to send them Um, but basically because we are uh, in the creative arts we don't really do um, every student work experience probably as someone like construction or health and beauty would do we do live projects so that would be then getting a a clients come in to give a brief to a group of students who then have to sit down, listen to the brief, ask questions, find out what's expected of them, and then they would work on that brief, whether it would be a logo design and graphic design or something like that, or um, and then they would tender, all of them would tender for the project. They would then present to us um, as staff, to like to their tutor and to myself, do a presentation of why they've Done the logo, why they've picked those colours, and then they would all get sent off to the client. The client would then uh, whittle them down to say between three and five, and then they will then get uh, shortlisted ones will then go out to the client and present again. And then the winning uh, um, student will be lucky enough to work on this uh, logo with the client and see it go to market and, oh, then wow. hopefully, and hopefully work with the um the client going forward, which normally does happen, they stay on board once they've left the college as a freelance um, graphic designer. Oh man. That's one way of doing it. And
0: um Heather, you I, I like how Denise you, you used construction as an example and Heather is from construction at Boston oh, wow. College. <laughs> so so how does how does your role differ uh, to Denise's?
2: Uh, my role does differ quite a bit because obviously they're very hands-on, they need site experience so we work with the local employers very closely so that we can get um, say level two um, students out. They have a few days out in industry, it's got to be meaningful, it's got to be relevant to their course um, and then you have T-level students who have 45 days plus so um it, Building those relationships with employers is really, really important, um, as is matching the student to the employer, making sure they can get there, making sure that the employer can offer something which is relevant to the student's course. So obviously we've had painters going to stately homes. We've had um, a couple of um, bricklayers coming here because we have um, a new build building on site at Folkestone College at the moment. So they're actually on our doorstep and they Absolutely loved it. Oh, wow. So um, construction is—it's such a wide and varied industry. But most of the people here are hands-on. Although I believe we spoke to one of our students earlier on, who's shadowing a site manager at the moment. So he's getting really valuable experience with a local uh, developer down on the seafront.
0: Amazing. Follow-on question for you, Heather. Talking about pairing students up with employers and industry, what's that process like? Is it like do they do a quiz? uh is it kind of an interview
2: process it's um what i generally do is more of a Mm one-to-one so i I get them into my office have a chat with them see what their circumstances are where they live if they have a job caring responsibilities um what they're interested in some some people have got a family background in construction um because they also may have contacts that they can find their own placements. So it's quite nice if they do that, or they may already have a job in construction that we can liaise with the employers and get, as Denise said, all the insurances in place, make sure there's safe working. And um, it is a really nice way when you have a good match with an employer. Um, We've had a few which have been offered apprenticeships this year as well. So we know that we've done the right, match, the right person to the right employer.
0: What are the benefits of these kind of events and activities of, of putting students into placements? I'm going to go Heather first and then Denise, because Denise, I know that it's a bit different for you guys and I'm quite interested to hear. So Heather, yeah, Heather first, what, but, are, the, what are the benefits of work experience?
2: Quite a lot. I'd say the, especially if it's just a few days, uh, one of the main things that comes up to me and the students mention time and time again is confidence. You know they may be 16 17 they they've not been some of them don't have jobs so it's the first time they've been out on site had to wear all the protective equipment they've been on time you know they have to talk to people so confidence and communication so employability skills is a really big thing um, they may be observing or taking parts in activities so they gain skills itself as well but it also helps them to um, help them choose their pathway so which career they want so they may think Oh, actually, I don't want to do this. Or, but generally, it's, it cements it. So, yes, I want to do this. They get real life work experience. And they make links with the employers, and um, it's great for their CVs as well.
0: And Denise, uh, from your perspective as well, so it's not uh, you have you do these um, the process that you're talking about earlier, these kind of project proposals. Um, so, what are the benefits of of those types of activities?
1: We do do live projects which gives every student the chance to tender um, for uh, a job with someone in the industry and out of this process, because we don't have just one, we have quite a few projects running at the same time, we we find the people who are really enthusiastic, who really want to make it a career and perhaps become freelance and so those are the ones I handpick for the for the ones who want to be freelance, work with them. And I often now, because I'm so prolific on LinkedIn, I have employers coming to me asking me, for instance, the last one was Marlowe Theatre, do you have a photographer that could come and take some photographs of our staff? And I picked a student who was very shy, um, wasn't very confident at all, but an excellent photographer. And I, I again did one to ones with her, spoke to her about the sort of things she was going to be asked the questions because it's going to be a live interview, a working interview. And, um, she, She did rely on me a bit at the first interview, but then on the second interview, she was much more confident because she obviously knew the people by then. And she spent three days with them taking photographs, editing them, sending them back. And she's now on the freelance listing for the Marlowe Theatre to come back and take pictures of shows, the buildings, um, and the staff. So this is excellent. So she's now. Her first client is the Mar- Marlow Theatre, how fantastic is that? That's amazing. So, yeah, so we do have ones that really shine and really work hard on these projects and then they're hand-picked to go forward for um, the companies that come forward and ask us, who can we uh, suggest to them. So it it works really, really well doing the live projects and the one-to-ones.
0: And would you say one of the, the, uh, I'm going to ask Denise first and then to Heather as well, would you say one of the uh, additional benefits of of these kind of activities is that you are able to support students through essentially an employment process. You're able to coach them through interviews, give them the skills in preparation for those and then help them as they then go on to either uh, uh, a placement or a job
1: I think for me, because I've been freelance and I've also run um, a limited company for 35 years, so I know the pitfalls of how not to run a company, how what not to do, how to negotiate, how to talk to clients. And that's what I try to teach them. They've got their skills and now I help them to become freelance. And, and they're like little sponges. This is what they want to do. They don't know how to start a uh, what to do, and so by being by their side it really helps them, it boosts their confidence and we've had so many now that just go out there and start up their own business, uh, being freelance, photographers, graphic designers, artists, uh, people in fashion also, so it really really works. It's fundamental for all of our students to have worthwhile, meaningful work experience Um, and I think that's the thing this college, or this group, East Coast College group, does so very very
0: well for them. I think it's well. I really like your perspective of giving them advice on how to freelance because uh, as a as a freelancer myself, um, it's very hard to, to know what to do. You you know you never get taught it at school. Um, so to be able to have that kind of resource and that support must be really useful for the students.
1: Well, exactly, because they will focus on their skills, which is being a photographer. And I will say to them, you could be the best photographer in the world, but if you can't do your marketing or you can't get your money in, you're not going to last. So it's teaching them the skills they don't even think about, how to... Um, communicate with mm. the client how to look them in the eye uh, how to negotiate with their suppliers all these sort of things which are not taught but need to be taught and I think going forward they will And Heather, kind of similar question to you
0: do you think that's a big part of uh, the benefit of these roles is, is kind of helping with those soft skills development, building that confidence as they approach uh, working um, in a professional environment but also as they interview and things like that
2: Absolutely. Um, I see that as a really, really big part of it because um, some of them may not have CVs. We have a great careers coach. Um, When they come and see me, it's a little bit like an interview. um, that We get CVs ready. Some employers... They want to interview the students or they want CVs first. So we really, I like getting feedback from employers as well. Um, And I address things like body language is really important. Yeah. You know, not hands in pockets. And, you know, and I take from how, um, as Denise says, how they address the clients, um, email, etiquette, all things like that. Um, T-level students have a mandatory employability course that they complete, which covers all this, including a 30-second elevator pitch so that they can sell themselves, (laughs) which is something they don't think about doing. No. Um, And it just gives them the skills to get out there. Uh, They may not get um, a job role from the placement, but then they know how to approach other employers to actually get a job in the future.
0: Uh, Rochelle, we've we've got kind of like two parts of these questions. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Mm -hmm. You're part of the community and schools liaison team. So what does your kind of role entail?
3: So as part of the Community in Schools team, we're going into schools um, kind of aiming at that kind of Year 8 to Year 11 age range. You know, it's kind of scary. As soon as you've done your GCSEs, there's that massive open world of what are you going to do afterwards? Um, So we're just making sure that young people have really got those opportunities open to them so that they can understand that they don't just have to go to the same school if they don't want to, you know, they can go to come to college instead. We do A-levels, we do T-levels, diplomas, apprenticeships, um, and we do some of... You can retake some GCSEs with us as well. Um, so it's just really offering advice to people when they're in school so that they've got that full range of options and trying to make it a little bit less scary as well um, because it might seem like there's a million and one options and they don't know what to do, but just trying to kind of break down those barriers Um, And really help them understand that it's okay to be scared by it, it's fine, it doesn't matter, Um, and that there is going to be help along the way as well. When you're talking to students, uh, a lot of the time
0: I think people don't really understand. I didn't even understand before coming today and chatting to all of you lovely people. everything that is available at college so when you are how would you describe college as a concept to students
3: it's kind of like that stepping stone between school and going to whatever you want to do next so if you want to go to university or you want to go straight into workplace you know you don't have to call your teachers sir miss mister, all those sorts of things it's all on a first name basis um, it's a little bit more laid back as well so there's no uniform and things and like the range of things you can do is anything from animal care horticulture plumbing, hairdressing, um, engineering. If you think of a certain career path there'll be something in one of our colleges that's definitely going to help kind of set you up for that so it's kind of similar to university lifestyle. Um, Most of our courses it doesn't mean you have to come in five days a week as well so it is like I said a bit more like university and a bit more laid back than school.
0: When you're talking to students and they're kind of baffled by all of the choices and the different routes you can take, like you said, there's apprenticeships, there's T-levels, there's A-levels, there's B-techs. How do you kind of help them uh, start to think about uh, where they can start narrowing their choices down?
3: Normally it's just asking kind of what do you want, you know, what is your dream goal at the end of it? And if it's somebody that says, oh, I want to run my own business, or it's somebody that says, oh, I want to go and work on building sites, they're going to be two completely different types of learners. Um, so really kind of under, helping them understand what their learning style is. So if it's somebody who's really practical and hands-on and doesn't really like sitting in a classroom listening to somebody, something like an apprenticeship for a T-level is going to be a lot better suited because they're going to be out in the workplace and they're gonna be using those skills and understanding kind of the reasoning behind everything they're doing in the classroom. But people, you know, some people like listening and having those debates in classrooms and being able to do things like coursework and um, some people excel in exams as well. Um and those sort you know there's courses for those sorts of people as well. That's why we're doing the A levels and we have the T levels which have quite a lot of classroom based study. Um, same with the BTECs, and like you said, the diplomas as well. They're a lot; they can be a lot more classroom-based. But we try to make sure that all of our courses have got a practical element because we understand that you know people learn in different ways, and it could be that if you're doing some one subject, you need to learn different elements of it in different ways as well. So yeah, what you said, kind of helping them narrow it down is just trying to help them understand how they learn best and. Understanding there can be different routes. And it doesn't matter if they choose, you know, they want to do business and they do one of the level three business courses or they do a T level in business and management. It doesn't matter if they get to the end of and don't want to go and run their own business. It doesn't mean that doors are closed as well. So, really helping them understand that.
0: What do you think are some of these other hidden benefits that uh, really sell college as a potential place to go that's outside of, uh, you know, purely what? they choose to do whether it's A levels or T levels or or B tech B tech
3: um, yeah, all of our colleges are based really close to public transport, but they're also kind of in the hearts of their towns and their cities. So, you know, when you've got that hour lunch, if you're going if you're at our Canterbury site, you can literally walk down and get McDonald's or Domino's, <laughs> um, which is, you know, a main plus for a lot of our students. If you're down at Dover and it's a nice day, you can go to the beach and stuff like that. So we've got a really nice central location. And then all of our sites as well have got really active student unions. Um, so that means they've got like clubs and activities that go on during periods and do lunch uh, during the lunch breaks and they also do really cool trips like the other day they went to Comic-Con um, up in London and it's like a cheaper ticket if you're a student they go up and see West End shows they were doing paintballing so it's really I think as a college we kind of look at the whole person outside of their learning as well um, and trying to make sure they're really enjoying and making the most of that kind of student experience.
0: And what advice would you have to someone who maybe didn't originally think about college, they've just got their GCSE results and they're now thinking, oh, I'm not quite sure what to do next.
3: Uh, the best thing you can do is probably is have a look on our websites. Um, they, ha- they list all of our 42 different pathways on the websites. It explains kind of what the college life is like or you can always just give us a call. We've got open days. We have open enrolments on some of our sites on GCSE results day as well. So it means you can literally turn up, have a tour of campus, possibly have an interview and get your place ready for September. So the door is never closed for college and I think that's one of the most important things to kind of remember.
0: We've talked about opportunities to engage. Yeah. There's something I would like to put in, if I can.
1: Yes, absolutely. Please go ahead. Well, not only do they learn good industry practice and work with fantastic employers, but also they learn a lot about the environment, the community and people within our community. For instance, we've uh, just finished a project with Kent Association of the Blind, where we've uh, done a photographic um, exhibition, which is accessible to all we had um, an RNIB pen pal uh, where the students can talk into the pen pal describing their photographs and they talk into the pen then goes on to a sticker and the sticker goes on uh, to a photograph so that people who are partially sighted or blind can come in and still uh, enjoy the photographic exhibition there was also a brow and um, lots of other tactile objects that the photography students made they had a talk from Amanda from Kent Association of Blind who let them wear all these different glasses so they could see what it's like or feel what it's like to uh, have glaucoma or be partially sighted or blind so they learnt as a photographer how to use language differently so you couldn't for instance say well can you look at the red door can you look towards the window because obviously they couldn't so my work experience i like them to learn something about the community uh, and the people we live with and the people they're going to come in contact with and equally we're doing another project next year um, with the dementia home so we'll be working with people who are living with dementia so it's not only learning how to run a business work in a business but it's how to work with and live with people that you're going to come across in your working life so there's lots more to work experience than just learning, you know, how to take a photograph, how to paint a picture, how to design a dress, and I think that's really fundamental in their education. That's Thank you.
0: absolutely incredible. I love that, Heather. I know that you wanted to say something too.
2: Um, it was really just cover because in case the uh, all the you know students feel daunted at the thought of work placements. Um, we support them all the way through. I do them a Google a photo of where to go, who to see, what time, etc. But also the fact that we do have other opportunities available to the students um, because we have been really lucky in that You know, after COVID and everything, we've been able to engage more with the employers um, and we've had some really brilliant site visits. So we take the students out for the day. It's generally walking or the morning and they go to see local sites. The site managers talk to them, they see different methods and we get opportunities to go back and see how these sites progress. Um, And the other thing that we have, which the students have really enjoyed, is employer talks. Um, They've ranged from um, really large building companies to the Port of Dover, for example. So there may be different career paths they may not have considered, um, it's like civil engineering. They learn about the importance of health and safety uh, from a company called uh, Weights Group, came down really quite graphically, actually. But it really concentrated their mind in their, their chosen career, how important it was. And um, they had question and answer sessions, and it was really interesting to see how well the students engaged with the employers.
0: I think that's amazing. I think it's so great that you guys are offering so many opportunities and it's not because I think a lot of the time with college, there there is a very clear kind of industry integration where you think it's part of your course. But I think it's also great that there are these other opportunities that they may not have heard about of how they can interact with industry and businesses and, and learn more. And I think that's amazing.
1: Um, I think one thing that's come across today is how passionate everyone is who's working with these young people. How wonderful that is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's careers fairs. So so is that where people come, they have a stall, students can talk to them? That's correct.
2: Yeah, and they have. We have um, all, and it's for the whole campus. So all the different areas. We have um, the military, police, uh, construction companies, obviously, um, care agencies. So they cover all the different areas that we cover, and it's really sort of a pressure-free environment for the students to come around and have a chat, get a bit more information, and, and really decide what they want to do.
0: Is that um, is it a mix of for uh, permanent employment? Uh, or is it also, because I know that, I'm just saying from from my experience, I know at, at university you can go to careers fairs and if you're interested in doing a placement, you can speak to some about doing a placement and then others it's about kind of grad schemes as well. Do you use that kind of uh, uh, fair opportunity for people to explore about apprenticeships or traineeships or placements?
2: I think it's really to give them, as, as it's a, a, an idea of what to do. Um, it's not too formal, so I think they can come and ask anything. And the employers have been really, really supportive in, in, in you know, g- speaking to our students. We have students from our supported learning area as well. So they took, and we have our apprenticeship team on site as well when we have the careers fair. So they give them advice in that direction. But I think it's really whatever the students want. But I, I think probably the main aim is to give them an idea of what. they want to do when that when they've completed their courses with us amazing I
1: I I agree with that as well but I I think in some of the creative some of the businesses that come along for me are spotters they try and talk to people gauge their interest and um, try and find their future employees as well
2: yeah, definitely. There were names taken, definitely,
1: by
3: the construction
0: <laughs> company. That was part two of our Studying at College episode. You can check out part one if you missed it and more episodes of this series on kmfm.co.uk. Go check them out. Your future, your choice. A podcast with EKC
1: Group across Kent. With Numi Gildert.